Hello and welcome back, beloved. Welcome back to Heart to Heart here with Alicia. How are you? We are in 2023, are we not? Yes, we are. And I hope and pray that you're all doing well. And don't make resolutions that you don't keep. (laughs) Just decide to make a change and do it. That's what we have to do. All right. Today, beloved, I want to talk to you about faith and belief. Which or what comes first? Faith or belief? Which or what comes first? Faith or belief? Is one more important than the other? You know, you need both faith and belief. But which one do you put more value in? Or are they both the same to you? I say, personally, I say belief must come first because how can you have faith in something you don't believe in? It's impossible to have faith without belief. Am I right? Okay. <laughs> now, there are many people, Christians, that profess profess faith in Yah, faith in God, but have no belief in Him being able to heal them. No faith in Him being able to grow an arm or limb back or open blind eyes. Even the Savior said to someone in Scripture, if you can believe. And he said to this man that who wanted his son delivered, but the disciples couldn't do it. He said, only believe. Well, let's read that. That's Mark, chapter Mark 9, 17. Mark 9, 17. And I'll be reading from KJV, King James Version. And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, he was talking to his disciples, not the man. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Then he said to the man, Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straight away the spirit tear him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. And oft times he hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. 
And Yahushua, Bible says, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straight away the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Master, Bible says, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. You can believe and have unbelief at the same time. See, how is that possible? Well, maybe your faith is the size of a tiny mustard seed. That's all that's needed. But your unbelief is the size of an orange. So which one do you think is going to win? The larger one. Now, I'm going to read this in another version. Give me one second. Now, I'm back. We're going to read it in the NLT, the New Living Translation. One of the men in the crowd spoke up and said, Teacher, I brought my son so you could heal him. He is possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk. And whenever this spirit seizes him, it throws him violently, violently to the ground. Then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't do it. Yahushua, what Jesus said to them, to his disciples, you faithless people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me, he said to the father. So they brought the boy. But when the evil spirit saw Yahusha, called Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion, and he fell to the ground, writhing, writhing and foaming at the mouth. How long has, he, has this been happening, Yahusha? Jesus asked the boy's father. He replied, since he was a little boy, the spirit often throws him into the fire or into the water, trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. What do you mean, if I can? Yahushua, Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. Let me say that again. Anything is possible if a person believes. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. Now how many Christians or believers can say the same thing? I believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. That's a good prayer to pray. Because you can't say, don't go around saying, I, I don't have enough faith. Her faith is bigger than mine. My faith is small. You only need faith the size of a tiny mustard seed. It's not the size of your faith. It's how pure your faith is and how little doubt you have. It's not a, So you don't need to pray for more faith. Stop praying for more faith. Pray for less doubt. Pray to be delivered from doubt. You have enough faith. It only has to be the size of a tiny mustard seed, a little bitty tiny seed. And you can tell a mountain to move from here to there and that mountain will move if it's pure faith, that tiny mustard seed faith. So yes, 
I say belief comes first. Because if you don't believe it, honey, you're not going to receive it. And you can't have faith without belief. Do you agree? Great, great. Somebody said no. Well, we can agree to disagree. <laughs> All right. Now, here's, this is like a two-part here because this is a short message. I want to ask you, I want to ask you, are you committing this sin? You know, you could be committing, some of you, maybe a lot of you, are committing this sin, a sin you don't even realize you're committing this sin. You don't even think of it as a sin. So you constantly keep committing this sin, but it is a sin. So I'm going to read a few different versions of the of this script these scriptures and it's in James so that you can really get it. It is so important because how can you correct it if you don't know you're sinning? Alright then I'm going to read from James three. Wait a minute. Is it uh, I was I have two different sermons and it is not James 3 it is James 4 James 4 verse 13 through 17 we're talking about a sin that maybe the majority of you are committing without even knowing do I have your interest did I pique your interest <laughs> okay I'm gonna first read it in the King James version Go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, if Yahuwah, Bible says, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. But now ye rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. Are you listening? Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Beloved, every time you say, well, I'm going to take a vacation, you know, next year we're going to go do this. We're going to, we're going to take a boat cruise or I'm going to do it. Even if you say tomorrow, I'm going to, I'm going to take off and I'm going to go shopping. If you're not saying, if Yah, or if you say the Lord, if he's willing and I live to do so, I will do this. You are committing a sin. That's why I end the podcast every time when I say, until you know next time if Yah says the same and I live to do so when I say till we meet again because when I read this I mean I'd heard about it and, I, and I'd heard it but when I when I really read it and meditate, meditated it's like whoa he's saying if you don't say that because it means you're taking for granted that you have tomorrow or you have next week even today say well at two two o'clock I'm going to go blah 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 I say well if Yah's willing at two o'clock I'm going to you know I mean that's what we're supposed to do and some version I don't think I put that one down it says it's arrogant to 
should just say you're going to do something when you don't know what tomorrow holds for you. Let's read it in the NLT, New Living Translation. This is James 4, 13 through 17. Look here, you who say, today or tomorrow we are going to a certain town and we will stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if Yahuwah, Bible says, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you are boasting about your own pretentious plans. And all such boasting is evil. You hear that? That's evil that you just say, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. Without saying, if your heavenly father is willing. If he, if he's gracious enough to give you tomorrow. Then it goes on. Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. So if you didn't know before, you know it now. And if you don't do it now, you're accountable now. Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. I thought I'd just let you digest that, let that resonate. And I, this is something you put on my heart. This is to help you. Let's read this in um, the same James 4, chapter 4, 13 through 17, in the English Standard Version, ESV. And this is, has a title, Boasting About Tomorrow. 13. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if Yahuwah, the Bible says, if the Lord wills, we will live to do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whosoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Do you hear me, beloved? Take this seriously. You, you, I mean, you don't want to go and you think you've repented for all your sins and you're, and you're doing this you, and you're, you're constantly doing this. It's evil. He says, all such boasting is evil. It's evil because it's like you're taking care. You're becoming the ruler or the God, if you will, of your own life. I'm going to live to do this tomorrow. I'm going to live to do this. I'm going to work and I'm going to save up money and, and then I'm I'm going to retire and just cruise the world when I'm and when I'm 50, when I'm 60. How how do you know you live to be that? You say if Yah or if my heavenly Father is willing, I know He's able. If He's willing and allows it me to do it, to live, to do it, then I will do that. Okay, let's read one more version. This is the Amplified Version. Amplified Bible. Come now and pay attention to this. 
you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city and spend a year there and carry on our business and make a profit. Yet you do not know the least thing about what may happen in your life tomorrow. What is secure in your life? Huh? What is secure in your life? You are merely a vapor, like a puff of smoke or a wisp of steam from a cooking pot. This is visible for a little while and then vanishes into thin air. Instead, you ought to say, if Yahuwah, if the Lord wills, we will live and we will do this or that. But as, but as it is, you boast vainly in your pretensions and arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So any person who knows what is right to do, but does not do it, to him it is sin. And you know, sin is rebellion, beloved. So now you've heard it in what, four different versions? You've heard it four times. If you don't do that, you're vain, you're arrogant, you're evil, and you're committing sin. And that's not me talking, that's scripture. I mean, it, it's very easy to change. Get in the, the habit of saying, because uh, I don't think I started in the very beginning saying that. I, I don't believe I have to go back. But I know it was brought, he brought it to my attention. It's like, and I don't want to sin, and I don't want to be considered evil or arrogant and vain. And I know you don't either. Okay, so that's about it I wanted to say this today. So, beloved, until we meet again, Yah willing, of course, and I live to do so. Shalom. Peace be with you. Please don't forget, beloved. This is so important.